0: Hello, and welcome to Living Local with Kim and Ronnie. We're here to bring you topics that you care about in our area. Whether it's entertainment and technology, or giving back to the community, we have it covered. We're located here in Toledo, and we have friends, family, and coworkers all around Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan, and Erie County. Don't forget to subscribe if you like what you hear, and thanks for listening! Hello everyone, welcome to Living Local. We've got a great one for you today. We took the time to look into some local hauntings. It's October, spooky season, we're ready for it. So we didn't just look into local hauntings though, we looked into ones that have been on TV. So if you are not a Supernatural fan, Supernatural is a TV show that is made by someone from the Toledo area. And the reason I mention this is because I always got so excited seeing, like, the mention of Toledo or just little things like Centennial Bridge that, like, I knew came from the creator because he's from Sylvania. So that kind of got us thinking, like, let's look into TV shows that have visited Toledo, Ohio, and featured our hauntings. So we've got a couple episodes. We took the time to watch them. We're really excited to talk to you about them. But we do have to let you know, obviously, because it comes in with hauntings. Some uneasy topics like death and everything, so discretion, just just a heads up. If that's not your thing, we'll catch you in the next episode.
1: But we won't give away too much. You know, we want, we, really, we want to kind of review the shows that we watched. Yeah. Um, it was very exciting. You're right. It, it's so much fun to see Toledo in these. And these are real, well, quote unquote, reality yeah, shows. Yeah. shows about these hauntings. Um, but these are real people in Toledo. And They're I actually did people. some research on these people. So I, I definitely um, can, can say, um, yes, you know, that person is definitely from here. Uh, so we'll talk more about that. But um, yes, it can be a little, you know, demon-y and stuff. So if that's not your thing,
0: uh, we apologize. But this is really super fun. So so we found four episodes yeah. of uh, two two various shows. So two specific. One is the Dead Files, which we'll start with, and then Ghost Hunters, which is a little more popular, a little more known. We were actually surprised to find the Dead Files show. Yeah. So we kind of got it, went in thinking Ghost Hunters, and found some extra. So um dev files is on the travel channel you can get these episodes all of the episodes of that show are on the travel channel app um on their browser also you just sign in with your buckeye information and you can watch the episodes that's how i saw them
1: yeah totally so your tv everywhere you can use um i actually um did discovery plus yeah and i did over the top so i watched them over the top um so there are different ways that you can access them but they had actually two episodes yeah. that, that actually took place in Toledo. And now, if you're not um, familiar with the dead files, this is on Travel Channel. Um, it's Steve and Amy. Amy sees dead people, <laughs> which she explains in the beginning. She sees dead people. Um, and Steve is a New York City cop. And, you know, yeah, it's like a homicide ret- detective. Yeah, homicide. Yeah, he's like a, a retired homicide detective. So they do their own research of the house separately, and then they get together at the end and do their review. Feel.
0: Compare what they found. Right.
1: So, first impressions. Um, I, I started with The Demon War.
0: Yes. Yeah, that was the first one I watched too. So, um, I guess, so obviously going into these shows, you always take a, a little bit of a apprehension, right? So, you have to <laughs> be the skeptic. You have <laughs> to be guessing, second guessing everything. So, um, the first thing I remember was it is a bit cheesy, The Dead Files. So There's a little bit of cheesiness. Obviously, the episode. The Demon episode episode's a little older. This one's from 2014, so they're still early on getting their groove. <laughs> totally. I would say,
1: um, I, I had a s- somewhat similar. I mean, I could see the cheese in it, you know, especially when she's like, and I see dead people. Right. And you know, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but first impression, really believable. Like, yeah. the people that actually live here in Tokyo oh, yes. on the episode, Oh my gosh, like that you cannot act. Like that nobody is that good of an actor. But this is real. These are real people in this area that are experiencing something really scary. Yeah,
0: I 100 percent take every every witness client of these shows seriously. Oh, absolutely. We do not have any doubt about their experiences. We are not here to invalidate what their experience is. No, and like truly, I was Scared.
1: I was legitimately scared, and I watched these by myself in my bedroom. That was
0: the first Christmas <laughs> mistake. I made my husband watch
1: mine, so I yeah, I know. I unfortunately had to watch it by myself. Um, so I was legitimately scared watching this Demon War. And and you know what my first notes were? That house is maybe in the Oregon area,
0: East Toledo. And yeah. I was
1: right because yeah. later on they say East Toledo, and the house. Looks like the Amityville house. Like, did it not? No, I didn't think about that. It totally has an Amityville house look to it. So it was kind of creepy, but you could tell. I said, that's very much Eastside. Yeah. I'm guessing that's Oregon, Ohio. Um, So anyway, so we've got a couple um, that live there uh, with a daughter and a grandson. And, um, you know, they're being haunted. I mean, in all different ways. It's actually very scary. Mm -hmm. At one point, they mentioned a poltergeist. Um I I I truly like
0: I started to get more and more scared as I'm watching this episode. Well, especially because there was, you know, the little boy. I think Ugh. that gives it tears a little tug in our heartstrings, right? For moms. So. Yeah, he's only two. Yeah, he's two yeah, two or three.
1: Yep. And, and and this is happening to him too. And that was the really heartbreaking part of it. Yeah, that's the hard
0: part for for hearing about that.
1: It was, it was. And that he's in danger. I mean, it was talking about moments which I don't want to give too much away, but you know, moments where his window opened. Um, and she said they never open that window. It's always locked. And this little baby is throwing his toys out the window. Like, yeah. So I was, I mean, like I was legitimately nervous. scared. I was nervous for mm-hmm. the family. Um, so, so I really, I mean, like as the episode went on though, um, super scary. And then what's fun about it is, so the imagery, obviously you see,
0: the old Toledo. images, yeah. So
1: he's driving, and it's the um the new the Skyway um this the oh Skyway yeah the Glass City C- Skyway the Glass City Skyway Bridge, uh, which is like the I two eighty. Um, so they definitely show you know Toledo, and they they call us kind of like the Rust Belt, which yeah we are Rust Belt. Yeah. So they show some of the uh, because some of those you know like factories are are over in in Oregon area, mm-hmm. um, and then they actually interview people from this area. Yeah. So the first person they interviewed was Bob. Poirier, who was a retired homicide detective here in Toledo. Yeah. I mean, to Toledo Police Museum, right? When he went yeah. To the, yeah. Yeah. And I looked it up. Sure enough, he definitely was here. He went to Clay High School. Um, so it was just like, it was just really fun to be able to kind of do some research on the side and be like, are these people real? And unfortunately Bob actually did keep Robert, uh, Poirier passed away in 2017. Um, he was quite a bit older. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was just kind of fun that we're watching this on Travel Channel and it's, it's
0: our people. Well, in the history of Toledo, I thought when he went to, because he went to the Toledo Police Museum, he went to the main branch of the library. You know, they shot the front of the building, which everyone around here knows. That's the main branch. You know, they don't specifically say these things, but we know. Um, so he went into the archives and looked into, like, the history of the area and everything. And, and that was cool. You know, he went into the actual history there was uh, an explosion that he talks about. Totally, and we don't want to spoil it. We don't. Yeah. We really want you to watch these episodes. Totally. Bad, but. So
1: yeah. So I would say, even if you're not a believer of like the Amy lady that sees dead people, um, the cop is a real cop. Um, And he does actual history on the house, so he really researches it, so it's really fun to learn about some of the background of the house, because it very much explains what's happening in this house. And then, you know, they talk about that big explosion, and she sees all kinds of people outside that are dead. I'm like, whoa, the... I don't want to talk any more about it. Yeah, I know. Ready. We keep
0: trying to prevent to the We're
1: spoilers. We're giving you tidbits. Um, we want to prevent the spoilers. Um, but I have to say, this episode, it was called Demon War. Um, I think it was worth a watch. Yeah. I had my feet hanging off the bed. <laughs> And I swear, halfway through the episode, I pulled my feet in and pulled so under Oh like, my
0: gosh, you're normal.
1: Just like when you're a kid. And, you and you're scared stayed. of the... Yeah, yeah. And, if you, and if you're covered by a blanket, you're like suddenly it's safe. It's magic.
0: Like, no. It's completely magic.
1: What is that ridiculous feeling? Like, <laughs> I'm suddenly safe under a blanket. I swear I did that exact thing watching yeah. this episode. I pulled my feet up because I got scared. And I, I went under the blanket and I continued to watch. So, I mean, that says something. Um, they did a good job of like, and it probably was scarier, too, because these people are real people and they live in our town.
0: Right. And and that's the thing, is taking the testimonies of the clients, you know, to heart, because these people are experiencing something regardless of what we believe about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and obviously, like I said, it's a little cheesy The editing, you know, they do a little dramatic. They do the Dutch angles and they, sure. they do dramatize it. It's, you know, it's still Hollywood-esque, mm-hmm. you know, how things can get when it comes to being put on screen. So... It's not entirely without its laughs. True. But at its core, it is an interesting story, and oh, yeah. it is fascinating to see the history match up with, you know, the, the customer's experience, the client's experiences. Oh, like what they're seeing and what they've experienced in accordance with the history of the house.
1: Well, and what was cool, too, was it wasn't really the show doing all of this um, history check. It, it's it's our local people. They had Kurt Barrett, Kurt Barrett on there. Um who talked about the big explosion and the history mm-hmm. of that and he actually um, is a journalist for late. yeah, a columnist. Um, I think he works at UT now, but I mean this is this is somebody in our in our area um, that was able to talk about it on the show and talk about the history. So I just it's just a little, another piece of it that is makes it more exciting and it definitely makes it more real right. um, because these people are real. They live in our town and they're dealing with something scary. Um, and and then there are people in our town providing, um, this background Mm -hmm. and this, this, this history for the house. So, um, I I gave, I gave this one two thumbs up. If we're giving thumbs up on anything. Right. I was legitimately scared though. I have to say when the episode was over, I wrote that was heavy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it was there was a lot a, a lot of you know history in that home in the area and I had no idea about this explosion in our <laughs> area so that was interesting to learn about and obviously look it up and see what happened and um you know just reflect on that a little bit so yeah it was heavy it
1: was heavy it was heavy um and it, it you know it had there was like that religious scare to it too you yes. know the yeah. demon side um so I really I was like man that was a heavy episode. Um, really, really cool. And, and I, I like that in the end, they actually kind of give a recap and say the family, um, you know, had their house exercise and, they, and Yeah. So they it. give solutions. And they, they
0: do, you know, they, it's any kind of consultancy that like someone calls them for help with the problem and they give them a solution. It's, it's like, you know, having a solution when you feel powerless it is important.
1: Absolutely. And that's why they call them. And I loved, so, you know, and while I'm watching it, a commercial comes on and it's Steve and Amy. And they're actually saying, if you need us to investigate your house, go to this site and apply. You know, we'll look at it. So I really thought even that's even more believable to me. Like they're saying, guys, if you need help, um, we're looking for our next, you know, houses to check out. Call us and we'll come and help you. So um, that was just cool. I was like, oh, okay, that makes it even more real to me. Um, And And they do
0: um, come back to Toledo.
1: They do come back.
0: They come back five years later. Yep um in an episode that we actually watched together (laughs) just today so set in 2019 um so just a few years ago um so this episode is on the south end we don't know that for certain we just assume because of the house and the way it looks
1: and i lived over there um it looks exactly like um over by the zoo like one of those really big nice grassing porch yeah totally over by the zoo brick um I, I think it's it's Three stories, if you yeah. live in town, it's, it's unmistakable. Yeah. Like that is definitely the
0: Southside. Yeah. yeah, they
1: don't tell you, obviously, you know. But we just know. Um, we just don't. Yeah, we're you know we're from here, um, and I'm from that side of town. So yeah. definitely, I would say this haunted home is somewhere over there by the zoo. Yeah, um, which made it whoa! Like this is in my neighborhood, like, right? My my old neighborhood and my new
0: neighborhood. Well, and being able to to assume the neighborhood was also a good experience like it was it was nice to try and play around with like well maybe it's the old west end because they've got houses like that too but no we know it's a south end so yeah and that was cool to be able to have the toledo aspect and like guessing and and talking about it totally
1: and steve in the episode says and i'm back in toledo so he remembers remembers, Yeah. yeah um so this new episode that we watched um from 2019 was called driven to kill um, I think season twelve.
0: Yeah. Season twelve sounds, right?
1: Um so pretty, pretty scary. Again, the clients, the people that live there, they're not acting. No, I mean, they're going, going through it. They're going through it. And and when I say they're not acting, like nobody is that good of an actor. I mean it's very real to them, whatever is happening. Of course, the Amy and suicide can get a little cheesy, cheesy again. Yeah, little um, but it's it's TV
0: dramatics, you know, it's it's fun. Yeah, it's I mean honestly it's basically like seeing the, the core for what it is, the basic information, trying to figure out what is embellished, what may not be, um, based on, you know, their their method. So, you know, Steve investigates the the history of the home and like what has happened in that area while Amy gives you the, the feeling and the emotion. Yeah. Of, of what could have happened um in that home so they come together amy has actually a sketch artist which we didn't mention for the other episode but each okay. episode they do a sketch artist where she describes what she sees in her mind and they sketch it out so um that is also kind of a little creepy to be honest it is the, the, the sketch is always really sketch sort of thing <laughs> I, yeah.
1: know. I know um so with this episode um i would say you know they they move in um, sight unseen, so they talk about that right away. So they bought the house, they loved the house, they bought it sight unseen. Um, they're having constant problems and very physical. Um, and you know some of the kids are getting hit or kicked or you know by these apparitions. Yeah, they're some on it. the stairs. I think they actually yeah. absolutely somebody gets pushed on the stairs. So they're they're like fearful. I mean, for their lives, they're they're legitimately fearful for their lives, and so um, they go to investigate. And it was a very interesting history on that one where it was it was definitely just people that lived in the house. Yeah. One, and one of the apparitions, you said, so it was like 1980s. You know, so it wasn't even like right. you know, from the
0: 1850s. It no, like, it wasn't all historic, historic. It was within our lifetime Yeah. Know? So, and, and obviously they go into the history of the deaths in the home. There was one woman who lived there for a long time and um, had more of a centric point to the episode. Obviously, like we said, we're trying to avoid spoiling it for you but it was it was fascinating to see just the way that it matched up with um the the customer like the client's experience the homeowner's experience and what they had seen and and the few different things matched up with the history of it, the home it legitimately matches up
1: and it's so it was so scary in the beginning too when she say i'm always watched i'm i'm always in this living room i'm always watched and she's like, at, at no point do I feel like I'm not being just stared at. Yeah. And so right away when they come to this reveal, they're like, they're watching There's mm-hmm. like there's a guy and he's watching you through the through the mirrors. mirrors. And yeah, instantly I know, instantly so you creepy. see the yes. husband like, I knew it, you yeah. know, like I can I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So um so chills yeah. up and down um for you know our October episode. Um, that gives you major chills because I don't know about you, but I have been in a house where I felt like I was being watched. Yes. And I mean, whatever you believe is what you believe, but I'll tell you right now, I've been in a house. I grew up in a house where I played in the basement and somebody was always watching me while I played. And I don't know what, you know, and that feeling, you know, it, if you've ever felt that, you know what I'm talking about, um, it's it's exci- it's exciting to think about now, but as a child it was scary. It is scary, it is
0: scary, and absolutely. You, and
1: you wonder, like, was that just me being a child? But I've even said something to my mom and she said, Oh yeah, every time we went down to do my laundry, it just always felt like somebody was watching me. Do you
0: remember when you were little and you would like start going up the stairs and then suddenly you would run all the way up. Always. you felt like yep. there was something coming up behind you. Yeah. When I <clears throat> excuse me. When I was growing up, our front door was at the bottom of our stairs with a window. So I will always associate, like, the being watched or followed, like, with that stairwell. Going up, go, If The second you start going up the stairs, you feel like you have to spread all you the way up. You have to
1: book it. And yeah. then maybe that's a kid's thing. I, personally, as an adult,
0: still want-
1: it. I,
0: <laughs> okay. I run the stairs. It's my
1: exercise. Okay, so I haven't run. But I have looked behind it. Yeah. If I'm going up from a basement, I've turned off all the lights, I'm going up, I have had, and now that could just be in your head, like, you're just playing scared, the scariness of yourself, yeah. and you look back, you know, but I've looked back before, like, I'm not no, gonna lie, yes. I'm, you know, in my late
0: 30s, and I've looked back. I have fallen prey to the fear. Yes, yeah.
1: absolutely, and maybe it's because
0: as a child... It was real. It felt real. It you're, felt real. You don't have too much of a uh, skepticism when you're a kid. Yeah. Reality is what it is. Sure. That's that's how it is. Sure.
1: And I and I felt really validated that my mom felt the same in that in that house. That's true. In. So it was like, okay, maybe this is something. Yeah. Um, so anyway, watching this episode, I just think of that. I do It's you. like I remember that feeling of being watched. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, this this one was driven to kill. Um it was
0: it actually was the season 12 premiere. Oh I yeah, it was the first episode of that season. So they start the season off with that visiting Toledo.
1: Yeah, again, I would say it was very believable. Um those are definitely people that live in our in our mm-hmm. town. Um and uh and I think it's definitely worth a watch. Again, it's just it's fun to see it's fun to see, you know, our town and, and somebody, I mean, it's not fun to see people suffering in our town. But it's no. it's a very exciting Halloween type feeling, and that's what this show is. It is very right. much entertainment, um, scary entertainment. I was a little nervous while we sat here watching it together. I know, in bright lights, I was still
0: anxious. You know,
1: yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I think here we take a break.
0: Yes, that's a great idea. When we come back, we'll talk about the Ghost Hunters episodes. We've got an older one that's um, probably probably one you're very familiar with we've talked about it mentioned it before the gap club mm-hmm, and then we also have the other episode that actually was just this past summer so the toledo the, the collingwood art center mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll be right back
1: introducing the new my buckeye app Now you can manage your Buckeye Broadband account from your iOS or Android device on the go. View and pay your bill, check your data usage,
0: or get help with any technical questions. You can even upgrade and make changes to your Buckeye Broadband account, just like that. To get started, just download the app from your device's app store and sign in with your My Buckeye username and password. Welcome back to Living Local. We are telling you all about the hauntings in the area that have been featured on TV. So we went over the Dead Files, mm-hmm. loved it, good show, a little bit cheesy, but still exciting to see the history match up with yes. the people who live in these homes. So those were homes um, in the Toledo area. Now we've got two establishments. So first we start with the Toledo, Toledo Yacht Club was on Ghost Hunters in 2016. Is that right? Do I... 2016, did I write that down right? Yep, sure. It was definitely quite a few years ago. So se- five, seven years ago, five or six years ago. And we've talked about this story before. We've mentioned it. The The legend has it, and the experiences that people have had at the Yacht Club are all pretty uniform. There is a lot of different witnesses. <laughs> that give you the same story, the same things they've seen. You know, they they have someone ordering a drink at the bar, the Commodore. The
1: Commodore, yep. And it's different bartenders that have reported yeah. um that uh, they'll they'll hear the the Commodore, or they might see him and he'll order a Manhattan. Right. And then when they turn around or when they go to give it, he's not there Gone. anymore. Mhm. Yeah. Um so so okay. Ghost hunters.
0: <laughs> oh, we should. Yes, we should. in case you are not familiar with ghost hunters.
1: Yes. Um, and I want to take out all of my opinion on the show for a minute. Ghost hunters <laughs> are um, people. I don't know that they have any degrees in any in any sort so of So I've way. got a
0: little bit of information. Great. Okay. So TAPS. They talk about TAPS as mm-hmm. like their... So that stands for the Atlantic Paranormal Society. Gotcha. So they have got this organization that they were doing these paranormal investigations. And that's, you know... 15 years ago they got picked up by a cable network to feature a show on them so probably among the very first ghost hunting shows out there oh yeah absolutely so they've been doing it a while um, and every episode has to deliver
1: oh my goodness and okay you guys know when you go to a haunted place or you know when you played the ouija board as a kid like you're not always gonna nothing something's not gonna always happen right. but they've gotta have a show so yes. something has got to always happen to happen. again yeah. I gotta take my opinions out yes. um, so Ghost Hunters <laughs> these people and they are just normal people I don't think that they're like there's yeah. no real profession behind what they're doing I don't think um they get out there, they set up their cameras, they turn off all the lights They do night. have all the
0: hardware, the EVP, yeah. all that stuff, the cameras, yeah. Yeah,
1: totally. They can pick up, you know, heat sensors, things like that. So The guy on. in the van.
0: <laughs> the guy in the van, yep, that <laughs> watches
1: the videos um, that you never see. No. Um, so, yeah, so that's what they do. And they go and people kind of apply and say, hey, this place is really haunted. Um, we'd love for ghost hunters to come mm-hmm. and check it out. So they go there and they do investigations at night. They turn all the lights off so okay first impressions when i'm watching i was scared and i think it's because um right off the bat i was kind of imagining being there because it's here in toledo yeah so i'm imagining being in this place at night walking around trying to make contact with a flashlight you know trying to make contact with something there and i was like I would be terrified. So afraid. I would not be able to,
0: this would not be my thing. So, I would not do this.
1: Yeah, if these people are anything, they're brave. Right. Like, they are not scared. Um, which, okay, great. I would be so scared. Yeah. Um, so we get into the Toledo Yacht Club, uh, I think built in 1908. And this was an interesting episode because it actually brought in a kid from the area. His name is Hunter. He lives here in the area. His mom, I believe, works at or worked yeah. at the Yacht Club at the time. And this child, Hunter, um, claims that he has made contact with a little boy ghost there, and mm-hmm. they're friends, um, which is really sweet and then kind of sad at the same time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so you know they ask him, you know, it is he has he passed away? And 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 Hunter says yes, he's not living. Um, and then they ask him, does he know that right. he's not living? And I thought that was such an interesting question. And Hunter says no, he thinks that he's here, and he just he wants to play
0: right well and i think hunter knowing i mean like hunter having the conversations with him and being able to 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 tell the ghost hunters all of his experience it's different when it comes to my kid.
1: It really is. It, it felt really, um, it felt very genuine. He had all the answers. He was, it wasn't like he had practiced them. It was like, no, this is what myself and the ghost Jacob talk about. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he describes him. He tells the ghost hunters how he died, even though I'm not sure that he said that's how he died. He just he, said he fell. He said he fell uh-huh. and he had a scar on his face. Um. So then, of course, they set up their cameras, which I thought was so funny because at one point they set a camera up, and I swear we just bought that camera on Amazon, yeah, just to like watch like the wildlife outside of our house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that camera's pretty cheap, <laughs> but it's you know it's a motion sensor and it's a night right. vision camera, so it's gonna get the gonna get the footage totally. So what difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Um, So uh, I actually did a little research, too. I looked up the kid. Now, he's a minor. I'm not going to talk about his, you know, although his name was in the show. So, you know, I'm not giving away anything. Um, but he is. He's a local kid. He's older now. Um, and he had, like, a really nice article, not even about this, um, a nice article in the Mirror newspaper here um, that his he was getting his Eagle Scout. And um, everything you're saying about him, he's, like, really great kid. Like, wants to give back to the community. Seems like a really cool, down-to-earth kid now that he's, I don't know, 17. Yeah. Um, at this time, though, in the episode, he was quite a bit younger. He's the little oh, kid. Yeah, 11. Yeah, He's 11. So, um, so, yeah. So, I
0: mean your impressions of so this. okay so the one thing i do want to say ghost hunters is drastically different from dead files i think because they do the immersion they put you in the building they go through with the flashlights you know dead files is is the files part of it they look mm-hmm. into the history they focus on the testimony of the the clients while this they try and go in and get evidence they call it so like it's evidence sure. of of the haunting so um you know i do i do think it's a little. You have to suspend your, your disbelief or whatever the sure. saying is. Um, so there are some things that are a little more entertainment and amusing than anything. So this one, um, in my my opinion, they reenact a lot of what they think will trigger the ghost to to do activity. So. Yes. You know, the, one of the ghost hunters goes up to the bar. One of them pretends to be the bartender. The other goes up to the bar and he orders a Manhattan and he's standing there. And he, the story is the Commodore is a jerk, right? He's not nice. He's yeah. mean, rude to the bartenders. So, so he is like, is anyone else upset with the drinks around here and I, I lost it. I thought it was funny. You know, they didn't really get anything from it, but the reenactment really tickled me. It was okay, funny. Okay, yeah.
1: So what I thought was great is, what they always ask, like, what are you trying to get out of this? Of yeah. us being here? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they really they didn't really have a lot of reason other than like, well, the guy at the bar is really rude. And right when they said that, I thought, well, that's just customer service, lady. <laughs> I'm like, if you've ever worked in customer service, yeah, there's a lot of rude We're gonna people. are going to have, yep. Yeah, so I'm sorry that the ghost, you know, when he orders his drink is really Isn't rude, nice. but I don't yeah. think they're going to be able to help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, I think they
0: also want to see that it, it's, it's real. really there, yeah, that it's that real. It's, yeah, that they, that they are validated in their experiences. And I think the Yacht Club is fascinating because of the fact that there are so many people that have this experience when they're there. They see the woman in white or, you know, they see, they've, they've seen different things throughout the years. The Commodore being the number one um, story that people hear. So I think it's it's a local lore. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, the importance of, of us doing this episode is the local lore makes a big part of why we do this, you know? And... Totally.
1: And, and I, I think that comes from something. There are mm-hmm. enough people throughout the years that have had experiences at, I mean, it's a very old building. Yeah. Um, it's right on the river. They said, you know, history-wise, they couldn't really find, like, people that had died in there necessarily. But they did
0: mention, they did mention because the um, the Yacht Club was big in bootlegging in right. the Prohibition era. And you said it was built in 1908, but in fact, it had actually been built in 1865, burned oh, down, right. and was Rebuilt in 1908. That's right. So nope, you're right. That's interesting too. You know, just the land that it's on. Land holds, mm-hmm. I think, memory. And and they said that a lot of people in the water around the area could have died. So sure, bootleggers, shipwrecks, things like that. You know, just general um, vicinity wise. Yeah, there could have been some history, but no, nothing in the building. But you know, the people or spirits, if if you prefer have ties to places sure. so sure
1: and they explained that in uh, i don't think it's in this one but in one of the shows we watched she said mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have to have died here to come in you know yeah um so i thought that was interesting um all together you know it was kind of cool you know it was it's, yeah it, it was kind of cool um but you know ghost hunters ghost did you hunters. hear
0: that did you hear that did you hear that? Did you get that? Let's go back to the van and, and review, review that. the evidence. But
1: let's not show you ever
0: No, what evidence We don't is. get to see it.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we say definitely um, check out the Toledo Yacht Club um, episode. There was another Ghost Hunters episode. Yes, and that
0: one was actually just this past year. So they went that out this cool. summer. Yeah. yeah. They went out this summer to the Collingwood Art Center. They were called by, um, by Lexi. Mm-hmm. And they, so also one of those... I mean, I've heard it for years. One of those local lores, Collingwood Art Center haunted. Always. Um, I learned a lot about the Collingwood Arts Center from this episode. Okay. I was excited to learn more about that.
1: Absolutely. So I thought the same thing. Yeah. So I've always heard, oh, Collingwood, you know, it's haunted. Um, but this episode actually was was super fun to watch because not only do you learn all the history of, like, how it started with the Gerber mansion, mm-hmm. and then they built on, and then it was a nunnery. Yeah. Um, so you learn about it. It's a 150-year-old building. Um, Lexi says since they've started to do these renovations though, right. the ghost activity has increased. And, you know, she has people paying to, to rent that place and they're scared.
0: They're they are scared. So and this is the thing about Collingwood Arts Center. And and people are there's a hundred rooms that you can rent as an artist, and you are there usually by yourself doing your art. So yeah. it's gonna be creepy, it's an old building. But I think just the the number of people who have personal testimonies. So when I was doing my research for this, I came across and I remembered the post because, you know, I saw it in my feed. Um, the announcement that the Collingwood Art Center was going to be on Ghost Hunters. If you go to that post on Facebook from this past summer, um, I think it was the Collingwood Art Center that posted it, you can see there's like a hundred comments of other people. Giving their experience around Collingwood, so even more cool. personal stories than just this episode. So I was reading through them, and and you know people are like, you know, I used to live there, and I got out fast because I hated it. And then, um, you know, uh, there's just a lot of different personal like, I always was creeped out by that place, and it's a general consensus. Absolutely, oh totally. And and uh, coming from the theater community,
1: I know you know all my friends have done something there. And they, I mean, it is talked about. I mean, it is, there's something going on there. And I know, you know, it it was turned over to the nuns and then the nuns handed the keys over to... Lexi or, you know, where they, what they are now. The, the, the Art, Art Center, Center. Yeah. Um, uh, So, yeah, it's, um, it was definitely, it was definitely really cool. And yeah. and then they go in and you actually get to see the building. The
0: building, which you don't it's normally get to see much <laughs> of the building because yeah. there's specific places you go to for events or you go into the auditorium or you've got your office or your studio, you know, you don't. Explore the whole building, so right. it's huge. Obviously, it's I've never been large. in the mansion. Never no, been in the Gerber no. mansion. Well, and this is the thing. So the Gerber mansion, I was a little. So just to put it out there, they did focus on this Gerber guy a lot, right? Which kind of. Was, I was like, if anything, it should be the nunnery because they were there for a long time. The guy who built the Gerber mansion was only there for seven years. Sure. Yeah. And their philosophy was that it was his dream house and that he came back after life. But to be honest, I think the stuff with the nunnery, just because of the sheer time and just things that happen, was a little more fascinating to me.
1: Yeah, I agree. They had
0: more tenant, Like, they were there longer. Yeah. Um, and... And to be honest, I don't want to spoil it, some of the history was unsettling. It just, it, like, they couldn't prove too much, right. just to put that out there. They didn't have a ton of
1: evidence. Police. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they didn't have anything, yeah.
0: <laughs> it wasn't really as much. And <laughs> um, I, I do, I do, when I was watching it, I do remember just kind of being like, what are these guys doing?
1: 100% I ra- made a few notes. Like, they had ellipses after them. Like, yeah. what? Da, da. You know, it, it was really, there were moments. Um, but what's so funny is we didn't even need the ghost hunters there. Like, if we just had local people talking about it in the episode... Scary, amazing. amazing. They yeah. said everything that you wanted to hear, and then the Ghost Hunters just repeated it. And I'm like, well, you didn't really do anything. Yeah, um, It was so cool. Penny, uh, I think Cage, Hodge, she was in it. Now, she's um, local. Um, she's a jewelry appraiser, uh, I guess, for Harold Draffy. Um, but she's also a historian. Historian, so she yep. came in that and she cool. told it was cool. So she comes in, she tells everything, and I'm like, okay, we could have just done our own show, Ghost Hunters, because why not? Um, Let's do it. It just next seems season. like yeah, local. <laughs> the local people really brought the coolest stuff. They
0: did, they did, and that's that's honestly, like I said, one of the reasons we do things like this is the local lore, appreciating the community and our experiences around it, and, and just seeing like where that translates to. Yeah. These experiences these shows the ghost hunters and the death files it's
1: exciting it's it's this whole I I think um, (laughs) I loved the end of that episode when the ghost hunters are like talking to themselves and they're like we really helped out and I'm like you literally did nothing Um, you got no evidence
0: you claimed you heard things and saw things but we never did so, and they they were saying, you know, we don't want to make, sh- we want to make sure that anyone who is in this building feels at ease. We want to put them at ease. And I think that in the end, the, what, what they did find was more interesting than scary. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's, and they that's, said that's true. That. And they did say that. And they said, you know, we didn't find anything here that would be dangerous or, or that we felt was going to. And the,
0: I will say that is one big difference between these two shows. So the mm-hmm. dead files, I felt a little defensive of our Toledo residents at some <laughs> points. I'm like, this lady just insulted these people. Right. At the medium, which is not—I don't think she meant to—but I'm defensive. In this, in this, (laughs) in Ghost Hunters, they were um, when they were talking to the the spirits when they're trying to get the evidence, they say things like, "We're not here to tell you to leave. We're not here to harm you." They almost make a neutral ground, Mm -hmm. you know? They're not necessarily taking one way or the other. Right. They're not saying, you are causing this haunting, which is kind of a common theme in Dead Files. Sure. She was kind of, in both episodes, she kind of put a little bit of the blame on the residents, which upset me a little, but... a little bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, she was very interesting, but uh, yeah, you, you're right. In Ghost Hunters,
1: it's they did. They constantly empathy. say, "We're not here to ask you to leave. We're not here to hurt you." Yeah. This. This. Um, you know, this machine I'm putting down is not meant to hurt you. They narrate. Please to the, come to the closer. Spirits, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, they did catch some sounds. You could hear some footsteps, which is very common at the Collingwood Arts Centre.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, so the audio, the what I did hear because I had my ca- noise canceling headphones on, watching a little bit of this, and the audio was surprisingly believable Mm -hmm. i did hear there was one and i hate to spoil it but i'm gonna tell you um there was one where he said that he could hear like a crowd and oh that was really good i did hear it i heard it too and twice
1: it did it again
0: and it sounded like a full auditorium dude
1: so it totally reminded me of the shining when he's in the bar and then suddenly like the whole party's going on behind
0: him but it's not
1: real um, or it's ghostly. Like Who chills? I, know. Oh, I didn't think we were going to so, do that. Yeah, That's awesome. So for real, for real, I did.
0: I did hear that one. That yep. one was believable. And those,
1: I actually liked those people the most. The ones I'm mm-hmm. walking through. Um, that was really cool. And they looked legitimately like whoa, 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 whoa. Like I heard that. I heard that. Um, so that was quite believable yeah. and um, scary. And I was in my bed by myself, and I turned a little bit like I had my back to my closet and I was like oh I'm nervous <laughs> um,
0: monsters in the closet oh totally. man totally
1: so um, so it was fun I have to say this one was really fun to watch um, just even to just learn about, learn about the it. art center and yeah. it actually made me want to go there
0: and not because I it's do. haunted but just because like what a cool history and what an awesome building right well and even one of the ghost hunters said they brought her back for the first time in a long time so she was like a, an old old um cast member on the show and came back for this investigation and even she said, you know, this is right up my alley. I love seeing arts buildings like this. Mm. And if there's like I've said before, if there's one thing Toledo does right, it's the arts. Yeah. So having this building, having the ability to rent a studio as an artist, I could tell you I am interested because I would love to have a space. I mean I I have a space, but it's not the same as going going somewhere.
1: having your own space. having yeah. some place something more neutral mm-hmm. that is you know you can actually work. So um, yes. I, I had to give that one a thumbs up. I really enjoyed it. A um, little bit goofy. Yes, yeah. they were knocking on tables at one point and saying, "Ooh, you know, right. not three times. One, two, three. You know, it was yeah. like, oh, okay,
0: light it up five times. Who's pressing the button? I get it. But... Yeah, they were
1: trying to. They were trying to beef up the activity a little bit so that you were excited, um, but,
0: like we said. But truly,
1: they didn't. have every to. Every
0: episode has to.
1: Right, right. But they didn't have to with this one. And maybe it's because we're local.
0: And maybe this is we like know. this yeah. is our
1: local place, and we already know. Uh, and these were our people and um, in our history, so we encourage you guys. Check these episodes out.
0: Yeah, so um, Ghost Hunters does have, like, the last two seasons on Discovery, um, like, their Discovery TV Everywhere app that you can get with your cable package. Um, but there is also, I think, the full library on Discovery Plus. Um, the Peacock. The, the Peacock. Peacocker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this, is, this is Discovery. So, oh, I don't okay. know. Maybe it might be Discovery Plus. Check it out. Google it out. Um, there's a whole bunch of Ghost Hunters shows out there, so you kind of get muddled. But I'm pretty sure it's Discovery. But you can also find it by searching Daily Motion mm-hmm. Ghost Hunters. Um, so you can you can watch them right on your web browser, so, which I
1: did last night. Yeah, I did the Daily Motion. I couldn't find them otherwise, so I did Daily Motion. It was fine. It had some ads, but it was no big deal. No, it gave me a chance to like get up and go get water or something. Yeah, um, and, and they give
0: you a timer on the ads, which I think is awesome. It's I like, do counts love down that. Three minutes. I <laughs> like, do love. Got that. three minutes to go do something. So <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So check those out. Um, And, you know, as always, this is so much fun for us. So we hope you enjoyed this. Um, Like us, definitely subscribe. We've got another scary one coming up. We are actually going to an escape room together. We sure Um, are. We're going to see just how awesome or terrible we are at
0: it. We are going to test the limits of this friendship that we've got here. (laughs) I know,
1: right? (laughs) Might just be one of us next time.
0: Living local with Ronnie or Kim instead of <laughs> <van>.
1: <laughs> So definitely stay tuned. Check us out again. Thanks so much.